Hey guys, this is Dino Jalusic and you're watching CMS TV. And we are back on Chris Aiken Presents. And look, Stoic Steve is gone and um, non-Stoic Eric is here. What's going on, dude? Hey, man. Good to see you, bro. Sorry. Yeah. I had some, some shiz to deal with and uh, hey. had to call up our old pal uh, Stoic Steve, who uh, seems like he got a, a big, pretty big gig opportunity. He That's what it sounds like, going out there and playing for Slipknot. That would be a That would be a gig. That's for sure. That's a big one. I don't know if I should be happy for him or concerned that I'm going to lose the best fill-in I ever had. Well, maybe he takes you with it. Would you wear a mask to play guitar for Slipknot? Um, I've thought about that. It would have to be some kind of mask that, that doesn't make me sweat too bad under it. You know, like I a see. partial, some kind of maybe Phantom mm -hmm. of the Opera, where at least half sure. of it wasn't sweating in the rubber sure i would i would always look at those guys uh playing and you know these summer festivals and those masks right and, 150 wow. degrees or whatever on stage and then they're wearing a yeah. rubber suit <laughs> the the band i had uh voodoo back mm -hmm. in the 90s here in san diego uh for photo shoots and stuff we would put on similar masks this was in probably 1993 and four so this is before slipknot uh, but the the functionality of, of doing that live just was it didn't work. The singer did it. Uh, right. Andy, Andy Milner would have uh, when we when we did uh, the song Skeleton, he would put on the skeleton mask and do the song. And um, but the rest of us never did that. That was just too much to try right. to play a show with that would just make it so unfun. To right. Do. And I, I have to give them credit for it that they actually were all these years able to put on the mask, go on these summer tours. And you'd be angry. You would play angry music having to wear a mask like that. Sure. You know? Yeah, but I and I'm and I mean you can tell me much better than I can say. But I I always thought too the the biggest thing is like near the end of the set, it's got to be hard to keep that energy up when you're, you know, twice as hot as you would be normally. I mean, you know, we we've all seen shows where by the end of the show the singer is you know got the shirt off and. You know, is taking everything possible off to cool down. These guys mm -hmm. are still wearing full jumpsuits and masks. You know, that's got to suck. I know Piercy likes to come out. He, he would prefer if everybody at least came out in jackets and leather jackets and stuff right. and maybe stripped down to whatever. He's always been able to do that. I don't know if it's because he's more, he's thinner and has less body fat maybe could be a way he, he can get away with that but like for me i mean that's tough man there's been some shows this year where i couldn't go out with the jacket there was just right. no way i would die and i mean once i had the jacket on it's like i have to play at least a certain amount of songs with it before we do a guitar change or something because it takes a minute just to get it off when she starts sweating and stuff it's hard sure. to take, take a leather jacket <laughs> off uh, well and, and part of it too is is you know like you said you don't just play one song and take a break that usually the show starts with what three or four songs that are just right after another after the right. other you know like you just play four in a row before the singer gets out front it's like hey how's everybody doing tonight hello houston or whatever yeah you know? i'd say about so, 
do do you want to do like at least two or three songs pretty yeah. quick uh, something that people don't consider is when there's uh, an actual contract with a certain set time allotment mm-hmm you would think that bands want to play more than they're supposed to or something. That's only younger bands. Okay. <laughs> most, most older bands, you know, only want to play as many songs as they have to, the bare minimum, you know, but then sometimes they might not reach that, that amount they agreed to play, you know, for us, right. it's like 75 minutes. And if we start going bang, 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 and Steven doesn't talk to the crowd a little bit in between, we could have a lot of time we left on the table you know right i mean that's why it's also good to have some backup songs in sure just in, in case or back. or yeah. or you get that long solo right drum solo he's good <laughs> <laughs> he's called out for you know i know he's got some impromptu drum solos and that actually became kind of part of the show but for singers it is a it is a thing you know what i mean you can't you know typically rock singers it's hard for a lot of them to do an hour and a half or more every show for days on end you know what i mean sure it's their it's their throat it's their instrument and mm-hmm. it's just something like some crappy monitors can throw that off sure you know, or and, and, and the other thing and i don't think people ever give it any credit i'm sure you do when when you're in the crowd of course you want them to play longer and but it's because you're hearing that song those songs like this year one time you know and that's and that's cool i mean it's great i mean the energy to a show is always great when you go and see a band but for you for eric farantino's for steven piercy for scott coogan etc you guys are playing these songs for the 900th time so you, you don't have that that stage juice like oh yes here comes round and round man you know or you you know you don't have the right. the same energy for it now when you when you're in a band and you in the band has hit songs it makes it a lot easier when people know the songs and they're excited you're playing them sure. you're you, i personally am really happy to play those songs for them when normally i would never want to hear that song again in the rest of my life but if it makes them happy i totally want to do it now on the other side of that coin Sometimes there's songs that most of the people there aren't as familiar. If they were a casual fan, they might not mm-hmm. know. And you can sense it when they when the reaction dims and they're they're not singing along anymore and they're just kind of staring at you, ta- not necessarily hating it or something, but just not being as familiar with it. And you could tell. And then you feel kind right. of dumb up there. And it's that then it becomes more work to try to sell this song as being rocking. You know, right? <laughs> just not giving it to you back because they don't know what to do. They don't know what what they're what they're. Uh, with their hearing uh not that's not everyone in the crowd but a, c- a good portion so is, now, is now there, I was just is there anything worse for you when you guys are playing a song that is not like a big rat hit per se when you're playing dangerous but worth the risk or something like that that was not a big hit and all of a sudden you see the guy right in front of you like go to his phone and start fucking with this phone mm-hmm. does that bug you to shit or no uh no i mean i i'll tell you some sometimes i have trouble even focusing in on the people right in the front you know what i mean okay. it's like I, I i prefer if it's more uh like a mayhem situation but if it's just like where i can kind of make out everybody right there and they're all like you know 50 60 years old right <laughs> it's just something that, i don't know it's that's where like i guess the acting part would come in that you're just 
I, I'm sounding very shallow right now. I don't know what to say. It's not a bunch of young uh, girls, you know, flashing us or anything. It's you know. yeah. Well, those days are done. Now it's a those bunch of old done. ladies. You know, exactly. Now it's a bunch you of know. old ladies and guys that are like look at me and think I'm young. They think yeah. I'm the young one in the crowd. <laughs> I hope Billy uh, Rowe comes on today because I want to ask him about Buck Cherry because that's like a whole another generation where now those, sure. those girls are more like 30 to 50 instead of 50 to 80 sure you know what I mean? well he's so. he's scheduled to be on and he and i have been emailing directly and he tested the link and everything so i'm assuming he's coming on okay. now he's such like dude i i don't know billy real well i've i've I interviewed him. him i've interviewed him twice but i literally have interviewed him twice it's like hey man let's talk about blah 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 and that's you know right. that's it I don't know him, know him, but that's good that you do know him. Well, he's and, original Jet Boy. Yeah, I uh, love Dude, are you a fan of Jet Boy? Yeah, I mean, casually, I, I, I had, you know, Feel the Earth Shake. Of course, knew that from Headbangers sure. Ball. And then in um, 2007, we had did a tour where they were uh, one of the bands on it. Okay. And so I got to know those guys pretty well and Mickey and um yeah it was it was good times and those guys were super cool to me and it's been good to see them continue to play uh sure over the years and i was stoked to see that he got that gig when it came up i was like oh there you go yeah dude i'll tell you what i'll tell you what always surprised me about jet boy i don't think people understood i think they could have been huge if they and it's weird to say this but considering when they came up, they would have been a whole lot bigger if they would have dulled down the look a little bit hmm. because they looked like a punk band. You know, they, well, they really pictures here. Let's see some pictures for references. We are yeah, let me, visual. Yeah. Let me, as well let me as find audio. some jet boy, like 1990. I know he had a pretty kick-ass Mohawk when they first came out, Mickey. Yeah. I mean, this band, oh, let me open. And I like anybody who's doing something a little different. I mean, visually, since the 80s was big visual with the videos and everything, him having a mohawk was and playing rock music was a lot different. Yeah, uh, but I think yeah. it led people to thinking that they were more like Hanoi Rocks than what they actually were. Maybe. You know, they, they were, were more rock and roll, right? Like a little uh, just yeah. rock and roll, spacey DC kind mm -hmm. of vibe. They were, they were, they fit the, that mode in like the eighties time. I mean, but these nice. guys, they don't really look the part. They look like, you know, they, they look more like Hanoi rocks. They look like they should be playing that fusion of punk and, and metal. Nice Gretsch you know. Falcon there. Yeah. But they did but then when you listen to the albums like i i'm a i'm a big fan feel the shake was a great album and um and feel the shake feel the earth shake <laughs> that was a good one and stomping down on the bricks was a good one from the damnation stomping down <laughs> i don't know how that one goes. you don't know that one at all <laughs> stomping on your bricks <laughs> they they i love them i was a huge huge fan man so I, I did see him, uh, I, I forget who it was with. It might have been with like Poison or somebody that I saw them open. I don't remember who it was, but I saw him. And when I saw him, I was like, this this isn't what I thought of, you know, because I had just seen photos and I thought, well, this mm -hmm. is going to be some fucking shitty band that I don't want to see. And then they kicked ass. I was like, all right, cool. You know, I want to hear all about the, the ups and downs of Jet Boy. You don't hear enough about him. So yeah, I do too. The whole 
yeah, I definitely want to And dude, he's doing some they they're putting out a covers album and you know, mm-hmm. normally that's two thumbs down from this guy. Right. I fucking do not like covers albums. Because almost all and and I'll tell you why. It's the same reason I do like some of the covers like you and Steven have done. The only time I like covers is when it's not something that everybody else has done. I don't want to hear any more Leonard Skinner covers. I don't want to hear that ever again from any band ever. I don't want to hear any more ACDC covers from any band ever again. But what did, what Jet Boy did, their, their new covers album is called um, Crate Diggin'. And they, they took a bunch of like Yacht Rock songs and rocked them up so it's right. like them doing hollowed oats is rich girl or mm-hmm. dream Gear, weaver dream weaver or um what was the other one lido shuffle you know oh the, my goodness i i always think of lita ford when i hear that song. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa hey lita why is he saying that song anyway we'll have to ask because it's like is he say peace for the whites people for show so. Well, let's look Peace it up. Peace for the Whites People Faux Show. Lita full lyrics. Peace for the Whites Peace People Faux Show. It says, he's for the money, he's for the show. Lito's oh. waiting for the go. Lito. That's what it says in the in the lyric sheet. It really doesn't sound like he says that. No? But okay. Yeah, I, he, he might not. It's, it's you know, so, some songs. Pretty sure it's. Peace for the whites, people for show. <laughs> Lido is a hoe that's got to go, Lido. Something like that, right? I'm just bad with lyrics. I've misunderstood see. lyrics my whole life. I, I'm always bad at it, too. It's like the, what's the one song? Um, Wrapped up like a douche. Yeah. And then blinded by the light. Yeah. You know, I forever thought it was. And I still do, even though I I know that I it's, always thought uh, Thirty Eight Special was saying, "So come on, you little girl." Yeah. Uh, look, there's some songs <laughs> that even when you see the the lyrics the right way, you still don't believe it. He's saying you "caught know, up in you." I thought he said yeah. something else. Uh, dude, I thought I I always thought I still think that Quiet Riot with uh, "Come on, Feel the Noise" is "Girls Fuck Your Boys." I don't I don't believe for one second it's girls rock your boys. I don't care how many times I read that and people tell me that it's girls fuck your boys. And anytime I sing it, I sing it girls fuck your boys. What, but, I keep forgetting the band that 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 did that originally. Um Slade. Slade. Okay. So did you know Slade's version is of these songs before Quiet Riot happened? No. Cuz I didn't. No, not at all. No, I didn't know that one. And what was the other one that that was a Slade tune? You were at the, you were at the whims of your mom's rock station choices, right, and stuff. Basically, pretty much. My my mom was a rock chick though, so that was Me, good. Mine at too. least mine too. That was good. At least at least I wasn't at the whims of my dad's choices because my, oh, my dad with his fucking Slim Whitman and yeah, we and, talked about that. We played some oh, Slim Whitman on oh. one of the shows. That was rough. Or uh, my dad had like the Kenny Rogers. Like you picked a fine time to <laughs> leave. With ten thousand kids and a crap in the field, <laughs> whatever shit. Yeah, let's hear some of this Jet Boy Lido shuffle. Although Gambler was pretty dope, uh, Kenny Rogers was okay, but he was okay. Like, this is what I always say about my dad's music: all of it was okay. 
in little doses. But man, if we took a family trip driving to like St. Louis or something, and we had to deal with twelve hours of my dad's music, oh my god, I just wanted to kill myself. You got a new wind, wind to hold up, new wind to fold up. Or remember, coward of the county. Everyone considered him the coward of the county. Sometimes you got to fight to be a man. Oof. Yeah, not a fan. All right, let's check out a little of this Lido shuffle from Jet Boy. Check this out. See if we can tell the words. I still stay with you. I think it's peace yeah. for the whites. He still has to. He should have sang it more like he had a bubble in his throat, though. You got to do it like Boss Guys. Peace for the whites, people for sure. Right. Let's try the Boss Gags one now. Now you got me thinking about it. Hold on, Boss Gags. AGG's Lido Shuffle. Let's mix into there. <laughs> I love, I dude, I love yacht rock. I am such a yacht rock yeah. dork. Yeah. Let's get to the middle here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I think okay, he... I think I got a theory on this. Just okay. From a musician standpoint. Yeah. When if you have a word that ha that you have to sing that has a p in it, uh -huh. it's a problem because it makes the microphone, you know, pop. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're doing p's, you gotta, you know, be careful with it. And so, uh, yeah. So maybe that's what's going on. No, no. Wait. I. Yeah. Yeah. What does he say? What's the actual lyric? He says, "Where is the lyric again?" It was, um, 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 um. Let me find it again. Where is it? Oh, he's for the money, right? He's for yeah. the money. Oh, maybe the. Uh, I don't know how I heard what I heard. My theory is actually shot. I'm with that. you on it. It, it, it sounds. It sounds like he's saying peace for the whites. <laughs> Like maybe was there it was recorded some during of, those riots or something? Was there a Caucasian uproar of sorts going on <laughs> in nineteen eighty? Yeah, I don't know. Is that when Boss Gags did this? Was it in nineteen eighty? I thought it was way I, older. I feel like I feel like it was from them. No, you're probably right. It's right from like seventy five or something. Yeah. I mean it might he's have still been out playing. The... Boss Gags is still out playing? Yeah. God, he's yeah. gotta be a hundred. 
How old is well, Bob he's probably He probably is close to 80. It's scary when you start doing the math on some of these dudes. Boss Gags is 79. Yeah. Yeah. And sure enough, it, it says he's still active. Let me see what he's mm -hmm. doing, though. There, there was the casino we played last week. I saw he was going to be going there and playing, too. Jesus. He released an album in 2018. Yeah. On the blues chart, it reached number one. Mm -hmm. Reached number one on the blues chart. Out in out of the blues, Boss Gags, 2018. God damn. Dude, this guy was still charting like in the 2000s. I had no idea. I honestly don't know any other songs. Now, now you got to see, now you're making me look. Do you, can you name one other song other than Lido Shuffle? One comes to mind about the Caroline song. Close the window, Caroline. <laughs> Nice. I don't know that one at all. That, yeah, but I did. You never heard that one? I, I probably have, but just not in in your stunning way, I guess. Close, but, close the window, Caroline. Close the window. Close your eyes. I have no idea why he's telling her to close the window unless he's going to yell at the bitch. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Nice. Like, why would you say close the window, Caroline? It'll be all right. Like, maybe she's balling or making a scene and just sh shut the window the neighbors right you're gonna get us kicked <laughs> out of here exactly all right well why don't we do this dude i i hate to cut off this enthralling conversation <laughs> about boss gags off but we've got billy in the green room waiting to go uh, to talk all about the new jet boy called crate digging which is a a great covers record which we'll talk about and i'm sure we might discuss a buck cherry thing or two or sure. you guys as tour together with with the piercy band and jet boy we'll probably come up with a lot of this stuff but why don't we do this let's take a quick break we'll play a little bit of jet boy play like a minute of some jet boy music and then we'll be back with billy Rowe from jet boy right here on chris aiken presents mm -hmm. 